Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of the Christian Meets World podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help Christians learn more about the Bible and to connect to the world which we live in. My intention is to break down complicated topics into simple concepts and build them up from there. The first topic which we're going to cover is apologetics. This is going to be what we're going to cover for some time. Why me? You may be wondering what authority I have. While I have no formal authority or seminary training, I have spent the past seven years of my life studying apologetics. So I have a zeal for this topic. I love logic and reason, and I want to use that zeal in a positive way to point others to God. To start off, I want to talk about what is apologetics, and I want to define it. Apologetics can seem intimidating at first. Maybe some of you are wondering, what is that word that she keeps saying? Well, most Christians that I have talked to kind of have heard of it. Uh, it's that word that's kind of thrown around in theological circles that, you know, the nerds talk about. But sometimes Christians have a hard time defining what it actually is. And like I said in the introduction, I want to break down complicated topics. So the simple answer is that it is the part of Christianity which gives a defense of Christian beliefs. Now, of course, it has a lot more that we can unpack about it. Um, we can unpack the history of it. We can unpack to the different types. And we're going to explore a little bit of that in, during this episode. But put simply, it is the idea of making a defense. Now, I'm a history nerd. I love history. And I really, really, really love Greek history. Just that entire world fascinates me. Apologetics is a term which is rooted in Greek history. That alone is enough to make me geek or Greek out. Sorry, that was a terrible pun. But let's go back to ancient Greece for a minute. Now, a lot of times whenever we're thinking of Greece, we think of Athens and, and Plato and Socrates. And the term apologetics goes back to those very things. The root word is the term apologia, and the context of when it was used is whenever an accuser would make an accusation and the defender would seek to defend himself against that accusation. One of the most famous stories of this taking place is in Plato's The Apology. What happens is Socrates, the infamous philosopher, is on trial for the crimes of disagreeing about gods and corrupting the youths of Athens. Now, based on the English title of the book, we might think, oh, Socrates is going to apologize, and he's going to say he's sorry. However, that's not what happens. Instead, he defends himself against his accuser. And this is what we know as apologia, as apologetics, defending oneself. And, you know, once we have this story, we kind of understand how we get the word apologetics from apologia. Oh, and spoiler alert, Socrates loses the trial and dies. Okay, on a more serious note, as Christians, there's an entire world which does try to take down Christianity in the Bible. So, it is important that we understand how to defend our faith. This is something that we see take place in Scripture. 
Perhaps the most famous verse when speaking of apologetics is 1 Peter 3.15. What we see here is that Peter is telling Christians to have a reason for the hope that they have. He then instructs them that the defense is to be given with gentleness and respect. Not only is apologetics instructed in the Bible as we see in this verse, but we also see it practiced. Perhaps the most prominent examples of apologetics are seen in the book of Acts. Throughout the book, we see Paul defending the message of salvation. The Bible makes it clear through instruction and practice that Christians ought to understand what they believe and why they believe it so that they can defend what they believe. Let's spend a few minutes discussing different aspects of apologetics. There are four main aspects of apologetics. The first is providing proof. This proof can be philosophical, scientific, or historical evidence. We see Peter use this kind of apologetics in Acts 2, when he is giving proof on why Jesus is the promised Messiah that the Jews have been expecting. The second aspect is giving a defense. This is the most common in scripture, and it deals with clarifying misunderstandings and answering objections. The third is refutation. Now, this is a more offensive approach to apologetics, and I've heard some people say that we really shouldn't practice this one, and I think this is where a lot of aggressive attacks take place. However, it is important because we have to compare Christianity to other religions, because that is what the outside world is going to do. And when they ask about another religion, we have to have a reason why we don't subscribe to the beliefs of that other religion. And so what this aspect does is it breaks down beliefs of other religions and other worldviews, which don't correspond to reality and truth. And lastly, there's the application of apologetics. You see, apologetics is meaningless unless we apply it. What is the point of breaking down what someone believes unless you tell them about the good news of salvation? About the news that the world is broken and everyone has done something to keep them from having a relationship with God. But that we can trust that when Christ died on the cross, that removes the barrier between us and God. Apologetics is worthless without God loving the world so much that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. I want to go into a little bit more about how we can apply apologetics because the whole point of this podcast is to help bridge the gap between ideas and practice. Here we see Jesus quotes Deuteronomy, an Old Testament book about the laws, and he says that we ought to love God with our mind. See, there's an intellectual aspect to loving God. And I don't mean like, oh, we have to know super complicated theories about how wormholes develop in order to love God. No, but we do show our love to God by seeking to know him better. This is what happens in all relationships. Imagine watching a movie and two characters meet for the first time, but they don't talk to each other. They don't spend time together. Uh, they don't let the actions of the other person impact their own behavior. At the end of the movie, we see the man in the relationship say, I love you. Now, if this was to happen, we would scoff. Yet this is what happens so often in our relationship with God. I'm guilty of this. You know, we say that we love God and we praise him on Sunday mornings for saving wretches like us. Yet we fail at truly seeking to understand who God is. And that's one of the things I love about apologetics 
is it gives us the tools and a methodology to understand who God is more. Apologetics forces one to read the Bible, to understand what it says. And through that, we get to know who God is more. Now, another application comes only a verse later. Jesus says to love your neighbors as yourselves. Now, if Christianity is true, we have people who don't understand the world from a biblical perspective. Now, one of the fundamental ways that a Christian can love others is to share the truth of the good news of Christ so that others can avoid making choices and facing consequences for not having their lives correspond with the reality which God made. See, God made life. He knows the best way that life is to be lived. So either you're in favor of that and you're living on God's side, and that can only happen through belief in Christ, or you're living in opposition to that, and you're going against the way that God intended life to be. If you believe what you say you believe about the Bible, then you believe that somebody who is not a Christian won't spend eternity with God. And I know that sounds brash and harsh, but it is the truth. The gospel is offensive, and that is an offensive sentence. But if we really love them, then shouldn't we share the truth with them to prevent them from not spending eternity with God? Pendulette says something along the lines of how much do you have to hate somebody to not share your beliefs with them and i think that a lot of times christians get scared to share beliefs i know sometimes i do because what if they come and they say something and i don't know how to deal with that what if i don't have the words to say well for me i've seen personally that apologetics have given me the tools to be able to have these conversations with confidence now i recently had somebody tell me Oh, I don't know if I should read the Bible or believe the Bible because it, it's been changed so many times. So using apologetics, I was able to address that claim and research the history of the Bible. And now I have confidence that the Bible is the word of God. That what we have today is the same thing that we had 2,000 years ago. And my hope is that apologetics can give you the tools to have those conversations as well. Well, now that we have an understanding of what apologetics is, what the Bible says about it, the different aspects of it, and how we can apply it, we're going to talk about how to approach the Bible on our next episode. And to give you a little bit of insight, it seems like a lot of people misunderstand Christianity and misunderstand the Bible. And a lot of these misunderstandings come from not having a proper understanding of how to approach the Bible. So, on our next episode, we will be discussing the proper way to approach the Bible. That concludes our first episode of Christian Meets World. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great and wonderful day.